Today, we're joined by Mike Carson, the hacker programmer developer, who is using those skills to be an activist, to uh, create decentralization and change on the internet itself. We have some super geeky conversations. We try to make it so that anyone can listen and understand. There are new TLD opportunities, but also some real opportunity to impact change in the world. Um, I hope you understand the show and enjoy it and feel free. This one might have a lot of questions come up. If they do, just tweet them or post them and Mike and I will be watching out and make sure you get some interesting answers. Enjoy the show. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y. FT.com. Hey, Sherpa Network. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we are going to geek out with Mike Carson, founder of Park.io uh, and celebrity extraordinaire in the domain world. What's going on, Mike? How you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Well, you were on uh, just the other day with Drew Rosner and uh, Mark Levine. And we kind of touched on some pretty geeky, cool things you're doing that sound like they kind of might change the world. Um, <laughs> like, I don't think that's too much of an undersell, I mean, an oversell, but uh, they're way too complicated for uh, a quick touch on a panel. So let's get into all the dirty details, and I'm going to ask you a lot of questions from a... <laughs> A perspective not quite as um, hacker savvy as yours. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you up for a little teaching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. So, Mike, you are a hacker, and uh, we were kind of talking about that and what it means to you. And I think the best way to say that is you're creative, solutions oriented um, developer or programmer who looks at stuff, tinkers and finds different, better ways to do stuff. You think that's accurate? Yeah, yeah, I mean, just, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, from my perspective, I've just, you know, I just like programming because you can like create things, you know, uh, just out of like lines of code and you can create these really cool things. Um, so just that I think the hacker, I the hacker mentality is kind of, uh, you know, figuring out how programs work and exploring new ways to do it and building things that are useful. And actually that kind of led me into the cypherpunk stuff, the cypherpunk thing, which I really love. <laughs> it's uh, this idea that, you know, it's kind of like, uh, like I heard one investor talking about Bitcoin. He's like, this really is revenge of the nerds. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's, it's cool because, you know, when you want to change something, like if you wanted to change the way something was done, like with Bitcoin, they want, you know, the monetary system, you know, some people are like, how can you just print all this money? Like that, you know, that's going to screw up the value of money. And like, why does the government control the money? And so like to change that with in one, like one way to change that is like 
to try to vote, to try to, you know, get out and sign petitions and stuff like that. And maybe that doesn't, maybe that does work sometimes, but it can take a lot of money. It can take a lot of time. Sometimes it doesn't even work because of, you know, reasons outside of your control. So another way to do it is the hacker way is like with code. Yeah, it's activism. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, hacker activism type of thing. But what's cool is like theoretically, who knows? So Bitcoin was created by Satoshi Nakamoto, but that's an anonymous person. They don't know who that is. But or so could people. Yeah, it could be a group of people. Uh, but theoretically, it could be one person who wrote some code which is like completely, you know, changing the financial system. It's worth, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars now. And it's like really getting governments to like think about this, you know, because it's taking control away from governments and like huge institutions, lots of people with money and power. It's like changing all that. And it could have been one guy at a computer who wrote, you know, so it's, uh, it's cool that there's, that's, that's a possibility, I guess. Yeah, I think it's really special um, the, the way that you see it. It is an activism for political change, social change, um, and decentralization is essential to that because it, it gives more power, even as simple as Twitter, you know, gives everyone a voice. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm really excited to talk about this and especially within that context of with the foundation of why you're doing this and, and um, what other people can, people can change the world from, from their parents' basement. <laughs> 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 Not that you're in your parents' basement, <laughs> but that's like the typical image, right? <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, I think, no, you think we should start out with handshake.org and what it is real quick before we get into your launch of gateway.io, what that is and what that means for change. Um, but first we need this much of uh, geek talk on what is handshake in the first place. Handshake is not something that you developed or created, although you've contributed code to it. It is a decentralized protocol. Um, Go, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's very similar to Bitcoin in that there's like no company that owns it, uh, no, uh, um, and uh, it's like anybody can contribute, anybody has a say, uh, and uh, it, it's actually really similar to Bitcoin because it was even for like a lot of the code is the same. Uh, it it was forked, um, so it's uh, it's. Yeah, it's very similar to Bitcoin, except it adds this extra. It's built specifically for DNS, like for naming, and uh, it's built around that stuff. So it okay. Uh, so yeah. it's not money at all, like Bitcoin, but it has the same structure and code of decentralization. It's uh, for DNS and SSLs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, certificates. And um, and that I believe not to. Uh, that's the part that on our last talk, Drew Rosner was like, Hey, what's going on with the domain names? And is there an issue there? Is, is that right? I forget. I forget. Okay. I think that's right. I don't know. Or Drew will jump in and give us an opinion at some point. <laughs> yeah. um, but not, not that that's a focus today, 
but I just wanted to put that in the appropriate slot. Uh, what, what the fork is forking? <laughs> well, it's like, it's like using most of the code that's there. Like it, forking is like, you know, uh, so all the code is stored in this thing called a code repository where uh, people can like submit code changes and there's an organized way to, it's basically a way to track changes in code okay. and collaborate around code. And so a fork is like you take all the code that's there, you copy it pretty much, and then you change it to however you want. So that's kind of how this handshake was done with Bitcoin. It takes Bitcoin, uh, changes some things, and, and, but it's mostly a lot of it's the same as Bitcoin. So it, actually it is, it, you can't, it has a coin. There has a handshake coin which is used to uh, get domains and do transactions and stuff on the Handshake blockchain. Okay, and why? Is that because then it can control the connection between the two? Why it only accepts Handshake coin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just the, it's the, it's the, like, it's used, it's the coin that's used for all, everything that's done on the blockchain. So you just need it to, like, if you want to change the DNS or if you want to bid in an auction or, you know, you can send coins to another person too. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's used. It's the thing that's used to do everything. Okay. And can you um, use handshake coin elsewhere for other things, or you can exclusively use it for handshake transactions? Yeah, it's mostly used for handshake transactions. I think you can like, I mean, you can trade like Bitcoin for Handshake and stuff like that on exchanges. And you might even be able to do that with like automatically. Uh, I think you can do that like automatically without even an exchange. But yeah, it's, it's, it's designed to be used on the, um, on the thing. It's like Bitcoin. Bitcoin is used on the Bitcoin blockchain and Handshake, handshake coins are used on the Handshake blockchain. Gotcha. Okay. So what else do we need to know about Handshake? before we go over to gateway uh so yeah handshake was designed because there's you know there's some issues well uh so um so So yeah, there's so much to talk about. It's hard to like focus on one thing and like to figure out where to start. But um, so yeah, there's, you know, there's, well, domains are a digital asset. So I guess I'll start there. Like domains are a digital asset. Like you don't, you can't like order a domain in the mail and it comes, you know, to your door or something like that. (laughs) So it's like all done online. So, um, and it's right now it's sent, it's very centralized. It's all managed by like ICANN or it's meant, you know, there's, there's a lot of people in the middle that can control things. There's registrars, registries, um, ICANN. So, you know, there's a, you know, when you buy a domain, it's not yours, you're renting it. And even it can even be taken away at any time pretty much. So, um, you know, that there's a lot of issues with that. It's like, that's the same with Bitcoin. It's, you know, is it your money if it's in the bank? Like I bought a house and I wanted to get, I wanted to pay for the house, you know, with money, my money in the bank, but 
had to get all this approval, you know, all these different things. And it's like, I, th I think you didn't quite mean that. I think you meant it's the same with like cash and US dollars and that kind of currency. And that's what Bitcoin is the solution for. Is that what you yeah, meant? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so this is the solution for all these issues with domain names, you know, like there's a lot of good things that can happen when it's decentralized and you can actually own your own domain name, you know, and you can own it anonymously. Nobody, you know, uh, so that solves a lot of issues. Uh, you know, when it's centralized, it's more, it, it can be, uh, you know, people with bad intents can do things with it or people, you know, who have different, just different opinions than yours can do, you know, change what they do with it. Uh, or, um, yeah, so with, with, with Handshake, you can, you know, own your, you can own it yourself. Uh, it's, it's less risky. It's, um, it's less, like, with the current way that the uh, domain system set up, there's points of attack, you know, like there's like certain number of root servers that can be attacked. And if it could bring down the whole, you know, domain name system if they're attacked in, a, in, a, in the right way. But when it's decentralized, you can't attack them all. You know, yeah. it's like anybody can run a node in their computer, you know, on their computer. Uh, who developed Handshake? Is it like Bitcoin that nobody knows who developed it and it's just kind of out there? No, it, uh, they know it's, it was designed, the white paper was written and a lot of the code was written by a, a couple of guys. Um, one of them was one of the people who, do, who've, uh, created the lightning network on Bitcoin. Um, and it, a lot of it, there was a company purse.io that, uh, they high, they were a Bitcoin company, uh, cryptocurrency company, and they had a lot of developers who were work, who they paid to work on it full time. Okay. Um, but purse.io, they since, uh, I think their company shut down, um, and the developers who were working on it, they were hired by some other people, but they're still working on it full time, a lot of them. Okay, cool. So this is really the first attempt at um, a decentralized DNS. Um, and who knows? Is it the first attempt? No. I love not. seeing your brain just go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's not going this morning. I don't know. It's hard in the morning. But, uh, Disclaimer, yeah. we are filming very early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, yeah, there's been other attempts. Like there's this, there was actually the the first, I think it was the first fork of Bitcoin really early on was called Namecoin. Um, okay. So that, I think that just goes to show that like, this is something people realize this is like an obvious solution for the blockchain. Like domains should be on the block, like on a blockchain. It's like a, so, but there was Namecoin uh, and they were also like a fork of Bitcoin and did things very similar, but I think Handshake did a lot of things smart. They learned from the mistakes of Namecoin. Namecoin didn't really work out. I think they had trouble with um, distribution, like of names, because it was so cheap to get a name. Like some people, like you could just squat on like all the great names and just keep them uh, forever. And um, so I think it didn't give a lot of incentive for new people to come on. Um, so yeah, there are some issues with that. There's another one. Uh, there's, there's one going on now, uh, ENS, Ethereum naming service. And there's also unstoppable Do domains is another one that's doing it. But in my 
opinion, like there it's there's doing a few things that are not ideal. Um, and I think handshake gets a lot of the things right. Like I, I'm, I think they thought really thought through this and they're getting a lot of things right. And I'm really excited about all the possibilities it opens up. It's great to hear your voice and see your face change at being excited, Mike. Um, um, I have a question about the SSL aspect and the anonymity and I just don't get it like my understanding of SSLs is that you prove you are who you say you are that if you have the word bank in your domain name you're really the bank you say you are Um, so I don't understand how that matches up with anonymity. And that's not the focus, obviously, of our conversation, but I really wanna know. <laughs> well, I'm not an expert on this thing, but um, SSL, so SSL is like encryption for web traffic. So, well, it's, it, it encrypts traffic. So like on a, when you go to a website and you see that little lock symbol, that means it's encrypted. And um, so like if you send your password and stuff over there, it's encrypted and people can't like, people who are viewing traffic on that on the network can't see your password in plain text. Okay. And so I want to say that's like on the, um, that is kind of on the, on, on like a handshaky end of what sending and receiving are equal, but on the consumer end, it's about verification. Like I shouldn't give my password if you're not really my bank. Um, right. and yeah. that's the part that I'm worried about. Is yeah, that so, well, an aspect of this or no? Yeah, well, so uh, the way that it's encrypted is with a certificate and, well, and, well like a key and, yeah, so there's a certificate. And, well, the, the way that it works now is that there's these, like, certificate authorities mm-hmm. who are, like, designated to, like, sign certificates for people. So they have to verify you own the domain name. So, like, you know, your bank, wellsfargo.com or whatever, uh, in order for them to sign your SSL certificate to use on your website, um, they have to verify you have control of that domain name. So right, like but they have also to, have to verify that you really are that bank. So like... I'm not, not, I, I think... Um, for certain levels, so there are different levels of certificates. So maybe, yeah. like if you have the word bank, uh, a CA um, can't give that certificate without verifying that you are the bank you say you are. But if you're just saying like, I own MikeCarson.com and I'm accepting password subscriptions and um, uh, money, then you can do that as long as you verify you own the domain. So maybe yeah. it's really that level of certificate? I think it's a, the way, the, what Handshake does is, um, it, it says there's a security risk that there's these certificate authorities because if one of them's compromised, you could create these certificates. So like I could create a certificate for wellsfargo.com and I could hack in, maybe I could hack and put my SSL certificate on the website and then I could decrypt all the traffic, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, um, so there's like, you know, I don't know how many, there's like at least hundreds, maybe thousands of certificate authorities. So if one of them is hacked, you know, I could create a, I could create SSL certificates for any, any domain I wanted and, and maybe, you know, see encrypted traffic. So what Handshake does, it says that's, you know, security risk and it's centralized 
and yeah, it's a, it's a bad security risk. And so there's ways to do it where you can, um, you can create the certificate and sign it yourself. And then you can verify that there's actually an existing system, DNS system to do this where you don't need a central uh, certificate authority. There's like you can have a self-signed cert. Yeah, you can have a self-signed certificate and you can prove that it's your certificate with DNS. Like yeah. uh, it's called Dane, D-A-N-E. And so um, Handshake does that. A lot of browsers don't support it though yet. So that's, that's an issue, but um, okay. yeah, Handshake does it kind of in a decentralized way. So you don't have to rely on these certificate authorities. Cool. All right. Sorry for the tangent. Very interesting <laughs> though. So I think we're ready for gateway.io. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, gateway. <laughs> so let me just say that we, uh, so I, we partnered with, um, so park.io partnered with namebase.io, which is like the biggest exchange for handshake coins and names. Uh, and also we're, uh, James Stevens, the XCTO of the .io registry who ran it for like 10 years. Um, he's working with us. And so we created this registry operator for Handshake TLDs. So if you own a Handshake TLD, you can sell domains on that through this registry operator uh, system, which is like EPP, it's, it's running EPP, it's all the standard domain stuff. So it's, it's using, you don't even have to know about Handshake really, except that you're selling Handshake TLDs, um, but it runs exactly the same way as an, another any other registry runs, like for example, .io. So registrars can, hook into that um, and sell domains. And so we created gateway.io as a way, as, as a, it's a registrar um, to buy domains on some of these handshake TLDs. So and traditionally, if you want to become a registrar, you, there's like $25,000 fee in an application process. And there's some people believe that it's going to be like a, like a liquor license where at some point there will only be a certain number of registrars um, uh, allowed, um, but you are completely outside of this system and just created both the TLDs. Well, you didn't, Handshake creates the TLDs and you created a registrar? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so to become an ICANN accredited registrar, yeah, you have to do all this application process, provide all these documents, show you have this much balance in your bank account, do all these things and pay also pay regularly fees and you know application fees and all but that's ways. to be a registrar of certain tlds like like godaddy is a registrar yeah. and they're selling dot com domains that's what yeah. they had to go through to get to that process yeah okay. yeah and yeah. we have and park.io yeah park.io has some i can accredited registrars too but yeah so this well and you don't but the thing is you don't need to be i can accredited for some existing tlds like dot ai you don't need to be ICANN accredited. You could just uh, reach out to the .ai registry and um, ask to become a registrar. And uh, I don't know the exact process, but you don't. I don't. I don't think you have to be ICANN accredited. And for other, some other CCTLDs, you don't have to be either, like .to, I think, and .ly. But um, Interesting. And dot, even like .cc and .tv, uh, you don't have to be. Um, but okay. so CCTLDs, the country code TLDs may go through a different process. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, so, uh, so gateway.io is a registrar. You, yeah. You don't need to be ICANN accredited to, to sell uh, handshake domains on the, on this rap, uh, op, 
registry operators, this registries that we have launched. You don't need okay. to be identified. And is this the only registry for Handshake TLDs or no? It's currently the only, yeah, the only EPP registry for uh, Handshake domains. Okay. I like... I'm so proud of you. I love how you're like, yeah, it's the only one. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I really want to meet your wife. <laughs> I want to ask her like a million questions about you. Like, tell me a time Mike was really excited. Has he ever jumped up and down? <laughs> Maybe I want to meet your mom too. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but... <laughs> But uh, the the cool thing is we're um, uh, we're we're getting other registrars in, uh, signed up. So um, one hundred and one domain is uh, planning to onboard as a reseller, and actually we just signed up in Circa a registrar. So they're going to be using the system to sell handshake domains. So it's cool. It's cool to see other registrars, and I think it's what what's interesting to them is like. At first, they're like, oh, do I have, because they know ENS and some of these other uh, naming systems on the blockchain. They're like, oh, we have to manage users' keys. And it's like they're, they're expecting a lot of work to integrate it. But then when we tell them, no, it's EPP, it's exactly the same as any other int integrating other EPP uh, register, like TLDs on your system, they're like, oh, wow, this is a So it's a lot easier, a lot faster to get it set up. Okay, secretly, I don't really know what EPP is. I've been using the term EPP for 15 years and I have no clue what it is. This is, the, this is my context, right? When you need an authorization code to move a domain from one registrar to another, it can be called an authorization code, a secret code. Uh, it's got like 20 names, but the real name is an EPP code. That's it. Yeah. That's the entirety of my knowledge. And I'm kind of knowledgeable about domains and transfers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a protocol for that's the standard protocol for managing domain names. So it's kind of like HTML, you know, HTML is the, what everybody uses to view web pages, like browsers, like HTML is what you have to, you have to send it in a certain format with certain tags and stuff like that. And so EPP is the, pretty much the same way like if you want to create a domain or like renew a domain you have to send it in a certain way with certain tags and okay like so it's the code to create a domain to renew a domain to transfer a domain um to allocate a domain to update zone files yeah the name servers and interesting lot, yeah oh cool i didn't even realize <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so um Gateway.io launched about a week ago. Um, it's the new registrar, it, currently the only registrar um, with uh, that runs on EPP. And uh, what does it do? What can we do with it? Why is this crazy exciting? And how do we access it like today? Yeah, you can go to gateway.io and, and register domains right now. We're right now. So with Handshake, it opens up the TLD space. So, um, so like domainers know how there's these new GTLDs like um, .xyz and stuff like that. 
uh, but it's been really restricted. Like you have to pay a lot of money. It takes a lot of time, you know, to get a TLD. Um, but with handshake, they're like, we're going to open this all up. We're going to, so, uh, they opened it up. And, um, so we're going to be selling a lot of TLDs, uh, domains under a lot of TLDs there, but currently we're only, we started with two, uh, .js and .txt. Okay. Um, Can I back up for a sec? Just for, the Sherpa network to understand. So a bunch of years ago, I don't know how many, um, and space was opened up instead of just like .com.org. And then there are these country TLDs like .tv for some random island and .ly, um, things like that, right? Then something was opened up where people could apply. It cost tons and tons of money. And sometimes multiple people applied and had to bid against each other. And finally, people got allocated like, I have the .xyz registrar, I have the .nyc registrar, I have the .green registrar, and then you can buy those wherever. But um, what you're talking about through handshake.org is that instead of going through this giant application process and bidding process and whatever, this is just, boom, it's done, it's created. And currently, the two that you're selling are .txt and .js. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? Yeah. 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 So there is a little bit of a process when you want to get a TLD on Handshake. Um, there's an auction that you have to go through. You have to. Uh, there's a bidding, like a bidding process, and names are not all available at once. Uh, so you have to wait until they become available, and then you can bid on them. And how so, do they become available? There's a formula. So they, so first of all, all the existing TLDs are in Handshake. So like .com, if, like I've been running a Handshake resolver for months and I can view the internet and do everything as normal. So like I can go to all the other TLDs like .xy, you know, abc.xyz, any, any of those I can go to um, as normal. Uh, and then they also reserved the Alexa top 100,000 names. So those, those owner, the owners of those names uh, can claim them um, through a process, like it's all code. <laughs> like they just verify it with DNSSEC, uh, I think, and then they can claim their, their name. So they reserved all that. So that they tried really hard to play fair, you know, to like grandfather in the existing system and to make sure everybody, you know, uh, who's in the existing system was brought over. So, and then after that, um, there's for the available names after that, there's, they release them over a year span of a year. And there's a formula, uh, that they do that by. It's like, they take the hash of the name. So like .txt, take the hash of that. And then you do modulus 52. And that gives you the week that it'll be released out of the 52 weeks. So, um, so yeah, certain names are released over they're, they're released like, oh, the modula yeah <laughs> that's okay <laughs> well it's yeah it's, it's like yeah, this don't form- go there. <laughs> <laughs> so it, basically they're released over a year which i think is smart because namecoin you know that's a problem with that namecoin it happened with namecoin is they released everything at once and so people could just squat squat all over it and then it didn't uh there wasn't a lot of incentive it, it caused a lot of problems with distribution so I think this is really smart because I, you know, the, the way that the auctions are set up plus the distribution over the year, it's hard to get, you, you know, you can't, squ- you know, one person can't squat 
all over all the names and I think it distributes them a lot better. So I think that was a really smart decision that they did. That's cool. Okay. Um, so who gets the money from these auctions? Good question. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did you want? I was going to guess an answer. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the, what's your guess? Gateway.io. <laughs> no, because no, this is all done on um, this is done on the Handshake blockchain, so it's not through Gateway.io. Like getting a TLD is done. Like if you wanted to get that Sherpa, I don't know if that is um, that might be reserved by the Alexa top one hundred thousand. I'm not sure. If it You're was like, <laughs> we're amazing. But, um, but uh, let me check actually. Yeah. I, meanwhile, oh, yeah. I'm I'm emailing Drew. Hey, Drew. Bye. <laughs> It's, yeah, that was reserved with it. So there's a, there must be like Sherpa.com or Sherpa.net or something that gets a lot of traffic in the top Alexa top 100,000. But if they don't claim it within two years, I think, or four years, some, I think four years, then you can bid on it and open the auction process. But it's, these, these auctions are built into the blockchain, into the protocol, so that um, <clears throat> whoever wins the auction, the amount that they uh, win it for is burned. It's just burned. Nobody gets it. Nobody gets it, and the coins are actually gone. They're, they're locked up and gone, so they can't be used anymore. Wow, that is super geeky. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's super cool. Um, okay, so what but do we I think, know next? Go ahead. What do you think? Well, I think it's, that's another really smart thing is that nobody gets that money. Like, nobody's yeah. trying to profit off of the auction. Like, I think, you know, some other places, uh, some other people who have tried to attempt to do naming systems like this, like they're making money off of the, you know, the names that they sell. Uh, but so I think this was a really smart way. It's like, they're not trying to make money. Like they're focused on solving the problem. And I think it, yeah, it works And it out. keeps that incentive there. This, I mean, it, it is, this is activism right there. Um, yeah. Huge, huge change. Uh, Cause I love how, uh, you know, Drew is always saying, buy Verisign stock. <laughs> like, they're making a killing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is different. Okay, so um, so gateway.io, why did you start with .js, which I assume is JavaScript, and .txt? Yeah, we started with those because, um, well, we wanted to start small, like as a pilot thing, just to make sure we work out any of the, like, issues before we start doing more and more but um, also it's kind of like a hacker you know uh, these names like .js JavaScript there's a lot of programmers who doing JavaScript and .txt is like text files so um, we thought we would go our, our, our hope was that this you know letting people know <clears throat> letting it might get developers interested in Handshake that, basically that's what it is it's like we thought, oh, developers might be interested to get their .txt or .js uh, site and then build on it, and then they might then become interested in Handshake. So that's, that, that's why we started with those. Okay, interesting. So what else is Gateway currently doing or planning to do? Not just in terms of TLDs, but anything. Um, well, Gateway.io, Gateway we, we kind of just created as a, a registrar so that people could buy and sell uh, these domains on the handshake TLDs. Um, but you know, we're other registrars are doing that now. Like, uh, 
uh, in Circa, and we're going to have we're, we're planning to sign up some others. So, um, so, uh, but but to me, the really interesting thing is um, opening up this TLD space and our you know this having this registry operator on the handshake. So it's it's integrating um, handshake TLDs into the existing like domain industry types of things. And I, yeah, I'm interested to see where, where it all goes. I mean, I think, you know, there's definitely a lot of work that has to be done. It's still really early. Um, there's definitely some issues to work out, but you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? <laughs> and ah. I think, uh, once it starts, I, I believe it'll happen because, you know, to me, it's just obvious that this is at least 10 times better and the existing way things are done. And so <clears throat> I think it'll eventually happen. It'll be cool to see what, what impact that has on the internet. Um, but I got distracted. So what, yeah, gateway.io. <laughs> um, yeah, mostly, so <clears throat> gateway.io will be selling all the Handshake uh, TLDs that become available. So you can check there to see. Uh, and, um, but yeah, I'm excited to also get other registrars on board too. Yeah, that's a big deal. Now you mentioned um, a handshake resolver earlier. Yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> yeah, so in order to view handshake domains, you have to use a handshake resolver. And the good thing is, is that when you use a handshake resolver, you don't lose any exist, like you don't lose anything. You just gain the ability to view all these handshake domains. You can still go to the, all the, all the, the internet is normal. Um, but to, to do it, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little tricky now. It takes a little, um, uh, it's, a, it's a little tricky to do it. You can either run a, a handshake node, you know, and as a, as a resolver and do it that way. But that's, that's definitely the advanced way to do it. Uh, another, probably the easiest way is there's this company called nextdns.io, nextdns.io. And they're, uh, they're one of the trust, one of the few trusted resolvers for Firefox. Um, and so you can, they have a setting where you can just uh, press a button and it'll resolve handshake domains. So okay. you could, so if you use, if you follow nextdns.io instructions about how to use it as your resolver, you can just click a button and, okay. and it's only it. in Firefox. No, it's, it's, you can use it for anything for your, for everything but okay. firefox firefox uses nextdns.io is one of the few trusted resolvers that they have and like built into their system okay okay so you gonna walk me through doing it on my uh mac sure all right um let's see here i'm going to share my screen for you but mostly for our listeners uh where do i go into Chrome, or well, let's start there. Yeah, Chrome. I, no, I'll just go into my. De I'll share my desktop, okay. and then we'll see. All right. Okay. Yeah. So if you go to nextdns.io, nextdns.io. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just click there. Try it now for free. Okay. Sign up. I don't, I don't even know if you have to sign up actually. Let's see. Uh, so yeah, if you go to click on settings, that tab in the middle. Okay. Right. So up top, 
There are a bunch of tabs. Click on the settings tab. And then scroll down. Now see Handshake right there? Just click that so it's on. Okay, so resolve Handshake domains. Okay, good. So now, yeah, see this is, e this is pretty easy, right? So now go, go back. You didn't even have to sign up. That's what's cool about it. Okay. So now if you, if you scroll back up, and then click on setup with the tab on the other side. Okay, so now I switch to a different tab. I don't even save it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and see see where it says under the linked IP section. Mm -hmm. It's a. Uh, do you see DNS servers? DNS there? servers. It has two DNS servers that are almost the same. So you just use those to change your um, your DNS. Uh, so where do I change my DNS? So if you click. Uh, if you go to system preferences on your Mac, uh, it, yeah, that's it. And then uh, go to network, see the network. Sorry, my dog, I'm about to. <laughs> network, okay. And then advanced, if you click on the advanced button at the bottom. Okay. And then DNS. Okay, you have a lot there. Um, so I don't, I don't want to mess up your current configuration, but what you would do is... Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, we're in the middle of filming. <laughs> that, like, disconnected us. But, yeah. this, but so, <laughs> this is where well, we go. And then I yeah, would the, add this. Well, under the DNS servers thing, you, you would just add those DNS servers that are on okay, next DNS. So you DNS. hit the plus button over on the right, add on it, the click on OK, the and it'll add it over to the left? Uh, the way I do is hit the plus on the left side over there. Uh, on the left, hit the plus on the left bottom. Oh, right. I think, let me check. Hold on, I'm going to cancel it, and then we'll go back. I think that's what I did. So then DNS. Mm -hmm. And yeah, plus no, you're right. It's not what I did. So then you would add it there and click OK. Yeah, you would add them both there and click OK, okay and then and then that's it. Then you can. That's it. Can, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Then you can view all handshake domains. Okay. So then I could see like it, it, give me a handshake. Well, no, because I can't. Well, no, give me a handshake domain, and I can't see it, and you can. Like, yeah, like one that's currently exists like something.js or whatever. If you go to handshake.txt. And what I get is a Google search and basically yeah, see if you, you entered something that's not real. And then But, we, but see 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 at the top where it says did you mean to go to HTTP? So if you click that, uh see it doesn't it can't be found. So you yeah. can't resolve it. But <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Okay. Um, but that would resolve if you had set the next DNS name servers um, okay. in your system. You'd be able to see Handshake. It, it, I have it set to redirect to the Handshake white paper. So. Oh, cool. All right. That's pretty neat. So if anybody really wants to geek out, they can go there. <laughs> Yeah. Or they can just test their settings and then yeah. not read it because it's too hard. <laughs> but yeah, the cool thing is, yeah, that it, you know, you don't lose anything. If you change that, you don't really lose anything. You just gain the ability to view all these other things. And there's no security concern to do that? No, I mean, uh, 
Uh, and that is the DNS. That's the decentralized DNS. Yeah, that's well. That's pointing to next DNS name server resolvers that uh, are using the blockchain, like using the Handshake blockchain to resolve that. Okay. Like I, I have my I I run a Handshake node on my computer, and then I just point instead of using those changing the, the name server address to the next DNS ones, I just change it to my computer, like 127.0.0.1. And uh, that just points to my computer. So I just, and, and it resolves directly from the blockchain then like that. Okay. And um, how come that, is that an IPv4? Doesn't, uh, yeah, I, uh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> feel like I have a question around that IPv4, not 6, but I also feel like I'm not technical enough to frame the question, but somehow I thought 6. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that much about that stuff either. So. All right. Well, maybe somebody <laughs> else does and will like tweet us or <laughs> reply and be like, this is what you should be looking at or asking. But I know there's something there. Um, all right, cool. Um, what else do we need to know, Mike? Uh, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, the two main issues that we're working on right now is, um, I think it's a lot of browser support issues. Like it would be nice if a browser could just support this and you didn't have to change the settings. So once that happens, that'll be really helpful. And then also the, if a browser can also do this SSL thing. How do you get browser support? Well, you can, you know, some of this, a lot of this code, like for Firefox and stuff is open source. So you could change the code and do a pull request to them and talk to them and see, like, and try to get them, uh, see if they'll get, uh, you know, if they'll merge it into their code or if they have interest to do that. Mm. Firefox but, seems like the most open browser yeah. for something like that, right? Like the starting point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so yeah, once those issues, once those two things, I mean, those are the things I think, you know, we're, we're working to resolve. But once those two things are done, then it's like, why wouldn't you use, <laughs> why not resolve Handshake? Because you get all this extra stuff and you don't, um, you don't lose anything. Huh. And I think and, go. Uh, uh, what's cool is that when opening up this TLD space, I mean, I mentioned, I think I talked about this before, but opening up the TLD space, it's not... Like I was interested in Handshake just because I thought DNS should be on the blockchain, and you know. But once I, I net, once I realized Handshake was also opening up the TLD space, I realized that was such a huge, really smart move, and it's going to be, it's going to lead to a lot of. It's to me, it's one of the most exciting things about it. It's, I think it'll lead to a lot of innovation and freedom, and it'll just be so cool to see what happens when anybody can get a TLD, anybody can get their own TLD, and you know what will they do with it? And like, so domains under the TLD. You know, they can just be, it's just a, you know, it's free. You can create free endless domains under your TLD. So there, it opens up a lot of different things that you can do that you wouldn't be able to do before, you know, with a TLD because of the cost and everything that was involved to create a TLD. So huh. it'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, and when you say that, I know too, like, what about if, I can issues a new TLD that you guys have already issued. Is there any communication between there or what will happen there? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's bound to happen. Um, uh, 
and I think it actually is all it already just happened with like uh, I think it's Japanese Amazon Japanese dot Amazon like the character the characters for that uh, it that somebody got it on handshake on an auction but it, it launched after the the ICANN version launched after that and okay. so they do conflict now but um, yeah so that's you know if you're using a handshake resolver it'll probably it'll go to the handshake one first um, okay. so, but and what do you do about that or is that something you guys are still figuring out yeah it's uh, it you know, it doesn't seem like it's going to be that big of an issue because I don't think ICANN's rolling these out a lot quickly. I think it's going to, you know, I think they roll them out every, I don't know how many years or something. So it doesn't seem like it's going to be a huge issue. Maybe it'll happen with a couple TLDs. Um, but I think, yeah, it'll be something, you know, either you'll switch, like if you want to use one, you switch to the other, uh, or it won't be an issue because they won't build on one and you don't care to use that one or... Um, so, or it could be handled with the resolvers too, like the resolvers themselves could determine how they re do it. So yeah, I don't know how exactly it'll be resolved, but I don't see it as one of the bigger issues at first, you know, maybe I think it'll be resolved in time by the time we get to figure that we need to figure it out. Okay. All right. Very nice. So how do you think, like, how do you think the internet is going to be impacted by this? I mean, besides what you've already said about the accessibility, the freedom, uh, the cost, um, any other thoughts about it? Is there an increase in security? Is there a change? I, I, I don't know. What, um, I, I guess I'm trying to circle back to the beginning of our conversation with the activism and the change what other change is going to be or what other um parts of the internet are going to be impacted by this yeah i mean i think that like you know like uh some people talk about the early days of the internet how it was like you know it was really creative and you know like, like there's a lot of more variety and now you know some people it seems like it's more like, you know, there's a few big companies that are kind of like running the internet. And the, what I'm hoping, what I think will happen is that this will open it up and bring it back, you know, to, to, so that people, you know, there'll be a lot more creativity, uh, you know, on TLDs. Um, and it'll open up, opening up the TLD space to me, it feels like just opening, you know, just kind of completely opening it up. Take, you know, right now the TLDs are owned by these big companies and you get to open it up and give it to the people. So all this like space is uh, on the internet is suddenly going to be owned by people. Like, people can own it and they can do whatever they want on it. And they're, it can't be taken away from them. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So like Elon Musk tweeted earlier this week, uh, uh, Amazon's a monopoly and should be broken up. Um, and not that we're taking any stance on that statement, but it sounds like that kind of thought process or concern is the kind of thing that, that this is addressing or creating an activism around. 
Yeah, yeah, and like how, like you know, in some countries they don't let you go to certain websites and things like that. So, like, it's a way that you know it it takes the control away from the the from the powers that be now. You know, that may not necessarily have the interest of some people, and it gives and it and it you know allows them to have a place. You know, and. Also, but yeah. Besides that, besides the freedom, the creativity, and like innovation, and all the other great stuff that I think is going to come out of this, it, the security too. The security aspect is big because it spreads it out. Like, you can't attack the internet. Be the DNS system will be hard to attack that if because anybody can run a node. You know, you can't. It's like Bitcoin can't. It's really hard to attack compared to like one bank because it's not centralized. Like it's so. And also these, you know, the SSL. So like that's another security aspect too. Like right now, if you, you know, if you attack one, just one certificate authority, you could uh, compromise the security of the internet. And so this yeah. does that too. So I think yeah, security and also the freedom and innovation. Super exciting. Um, I'm really, really glad that we had a more in-depth conversation because it was difficult to understand off the cuff. All I could really understand um, before was just that it was important and a big deal. So this is really neat. And it's really neat, Mike, all that you do for the community, for the domain community, for the internet community. You, you, you're a great activist. Um, <laughs> so the world well, will be different for your kids and for mine because of it. So cool. Yeah, cheers. I, cheers. <laughs> I, yeah, for me, it's just interesting and fun. Like, I'm just happy to have something fun and interesting to work on. Like, I just feel lucky that I have that. But I think this was, yeah, thanks for doing the show. I think it was a good idea to, like, actually share the screen and show how easy it is to switch. I think that was a good idea. Yeah, that was really cool. I want, now you have your fun and interesting face. I want to make a meme of Mike Carson excited. Mike Carson, fun. Mike Carson. <laughs> 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 you're a brilliant guy mike and really face. cool the same face for all those that'll be <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> uh, anything okay. you want to give a shout out to before we we sign off uh no I, yeah if anybody has any questions i or you know wants some help like resolving names or wants to know more or has any questions about anything, just feel free to reach out. Mike at park.io. You're a sport. Uh, shout out to what's going on at park.io. I know you said it last time, but you have a bunch of new TLDs on there. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We're adding more and more. We added .co, which is something that a lot of users wanted for a long time. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, so that's, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, and is that, park.io all expired names? Registry. Yeah. Drops. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all ex expired names that are caught on the drop. Yeah. Sweet. Just, just throwing that out there. All right, Mike. Um, thank you for all your time. So early in the morning. Uh, we'll see you next time. Okay. Thanks. Bye.